Hello and welcome to Rise and Climb with Anna as we share stories of hardship, hope, and healing to help you overcome whatever obstacles you're facing today. So come along as we explore some stories and we rise and climb together. Okay. Good morning. This is Rise and Climb with Anna. This is take two or four, whatever you want to clear, count it as. But I have a very special guest, Tamara. Good morning. And my kids are outside. So we really hope that, you know, they don't interrupt us. But if they do, that's life. But I am so excited for you to hear Tamara's story because when we talk about Rise and Climb and overcoming stories, you know, of hardship where we need hope and healing, you know, listening to other people who have gone through stuff helps me. So that's the whole point of this podcast is to help others. So when I heard Tamara's story, she was one of my first um, interviewees. Then we had to redo it. But um, because her story was that impactful, I said, can I interview you? And she said, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know. And you know, it was like, just share with me what you've shared. And so really excited for you to get to meet her. So Tamara, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're from, and then where does your story really begin that moment of impact that kind of your life was forever changed and set a trajectory that, you know, was a, was a, was a wild ride. So, and it, it is, it's an honor to be here. Um, this is not a natural platform for me, Anna. However, um, I feel that I've got such a fabulous story mm -hmm. to share. Um, that, that, that's why I'm here. I guess yep. that's why I, I, I take on uh, this kind of platform. Well, to um, kind of go back is right before we talked, God kind of gave you a message to like, you're here to share your story, right? And then I asked you, do you want to share so, something, So right? yes, absolutely. So I have this fabulous sister. Um, I've got multiple of them, um, but I do have one sister that has really been encouraging me to mm -hmm. share my story um, because it really is undesirable, but um, you get out of your journey. Um, I, I guess my, my journey has been really undesirable, but I have chose to make it a positive mm -hmm. thing and touch other people's lives with it. So that's why I choose to share it, Anna. Yeah. Um, so because my sister was encouraging me to share, yeah. um, and then yes, you reached out shortly after she had said, when are you going to share your story? Um, I thought, well, this is a perfect opportunity, yeah. you know, and I wondered if maybe that was God making, making it happen, you know? Oh, so I have no doubt. Yeah. So that's why I'm here. Um, so tell us a little bit about your story. Why is yes. it shareable? Um, okay. So I had, like I said, you guys, it was, it's really undesirable, but um, wonderful things have come out of it, mm -hmm. um, including cultivating, um, a, a stronger relationship with God. Yes. Um, I have had a fabulous relationship with a, a, just a wonderful upbringing, um, strong uh, religious upbringing. And um, I'm so thankful for that, but um, kind of got into the career mode and maybe um, was just so much of an independent thinker that I didn't bring God into my career. Mm -hmm. um, and um, that is one of the things that's kind of really sad about my journey is that I had this really rewarding career and um, that is, that is um, um, something of the past. And I'm in the process of mm -hmm. recrafting myself. Mm -hmm. um, and this time I'm doing it with God in mind first, mm -hmm. you know, that my career, it, my new career is going to be God's will. Um, and it gives me a great sense of peace. Mm -hmm. So I feel that I need to share that. Yeah. Um, but what really changed um, four years ago, we had, uh, so 26 years ago, I was diagnosed with 
a seizure disorder um, at the age 18. To find out 26 years later, it wasn't a seizure disorder. And because I was diagnosed with a seizure disorder and was taking all sorts of medications, there were, um, and I wasn't controlled on the medications, which affected my path because I would have loved to have been in a military career. And because I had a seizure disorder, that wasn't something that was gonna be realistic. Um, as well as childbearing, you know, that's something that's not realistic um, with the kind of medications that I was taking. So by taking the, the medications that didn't solve or control my disorder, led me down a different path. Um, so then I did go down to this career path um, of owning my um, own assisted living portfolio and at a really young age, it was very rewarding because I, I just, I embraced seniors. Um, but that career ended as well. So um, um, so you were at a crossroads in life, but let's go into that health part of your journey. So, which brings into another tragic moment in your life that revealed that you did not have a seizure disorder. So let's, at the moment, let's dive into that. So when I was diagnosed with a seizure disorder, took lots of medications, um, went on with life like that mm -hmm. for 26 years. So I feel like I'm a total blessing that I am here today because for 26 years, I had an undiagnosed cardiac disorder, not a seizure disorder. So I feel like I'm a miracle mm -hmm. because through those 26 years, I was having cardiac issues that we call seizures. Um, so I'm a miracle because how many cardiac patients make it 26 years being untreated, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel that I'm a miracle because of that reason. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, hence the reason that um, God just wasn't ready for me mm -hmm. yet, you know? Um, still had plans for you Yeah, here. still had plans mm -hmm. for me here. Mm -hmm. My job here mm -hmm. just wasn't done, mm -hmm. you know? Um, however, so what um, took place that let us know that it wasn't a seizure disorder mm -hmm. was we had a house fire four years mm -hmm. ago. And this wasn't just your average house. It, tell tell oh, a little yes, bit about yes. this. It's okay. so bittersweet. Um, so um, when I sold the business in Green Bay, I um, relocated to the Milwaukee market and that's where I met my husband. Um, we were walking partners um, where he was walking his dog. I was walking my dog. Um, and our, at the time, our dogs were just real puppies. Um, and we collided one day on this undeveloped um, parcel. We, we collided and, you know, 10 months later, we got married on the beach in Hawaii. It was just fabulous. Yeah. Um, so because God closed the door in Green Bay and I, I had to reopen um, a, a new lifestyle in, in the Milwaukee area um, that came about was. Um, you met your husband yes, and so he I, had a dream for the house, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> back on track. Yeah. Um, did I mention that this isn't a natural platform for me? <laughs> I um, think she's doing great. 
Yeah, so we had this dream. So we lived in um, the community, in, in a community, a subdivision. Um, but yes, we've always had a goal to have a log home. Mm -hmm. So um, we did. We found a log home. My husband found a log home for us um, in a rural community um, out in the country, out in God's country. It's just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. um, it needed some rehab because it hadn't had any maintenance for, for quite some time. So we rehabbed it and uh, got it to our, our, our goal was, my husband's goal was to be in Better Homes and Gardens um, magazine in, in five years. And we reached our goal. So we were just submitting to Better Homes and Gardens um, for a photo shoot. And the week that they were scheduled to come prior we had a house fire. Jason and I were on vacation in um, Florida and we'd hired someone to take care of the dogs. And um, um, they just said, we're gonna enjoy a fire in the fireplace and uh, um, not quite understanding how it works. Um, the undesirable happened. So we came home um, to our, our dream home um, had been totally destroyed. So we learned, um, oh, just learned so many undesirable things. Mm -hmm. And I look back now and it, only the strength of God got us through mm -hmm. all of those undesirable things. So we rebuilt our home um, on the same foundation. Um, we didn't think that it was going to feel the same, didn't, you know, because we didn't, because there's so much motion involved. Um, but it really, truly does feel like home. Um, so we're, we're blessed to have rebuilt um, and learned a lot. Of, like I said, we learned a lot of undesirable things, but, you know, tools to put in our belt mm -hmm. for the next what challenge. some of those? Because, well, you know, when I hear that story, I think, well, first of all, it takes remarkable just forgiveness because it's an accident, you know, the, um, uh, you know, and those should have, could have, would have, you know, um, so, so that sort of thing. Um, but just even, I've never gone through losing everything, you know, and kind of can, for people who haven't, um, you know, what are some takeaways that if we know somebody who's in the midst of that, you know, what are tangible ways and, and things that help in that moment? Um, it's devastating to be homeless. We had no place to stay. Mm -hmm. um, devastating. And we had two large dogs. Mm -hmm. So a unique situation because who's going to welcome two large dogs? Yeah. Um, While you wait to figure out where you're going to build next, if you can build there. Yeah. All yeah. the all the unknowns, mm -hmm. you know, that bring fear, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you're, uh, you know, your home is, you know, your sanctuary yep. is, is now mm -hmm. gone, mm -hmm. you know, um, what do you do? Mm -hmm. um, so I recall waking up, um, it was a two day burn um, and we were up for both of those days. And when we finally um, rested and woke up the next morning, I, I remember my husband and we woke up at my husband's um, parents' home. And I remember my husband saying to me, so what are you gonna wear today? And I looked up at the ceiling and said, I suppose the same thing as you, because we didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. We didn't even have clothes. We just didn't have anything. So it was devastating mm -hmm. to be, um, and this, you know, um, someone of my age with nothing, mm -hmm. you know, not even clothing. Um, another thing that, you know, so the things that we take for, for mm -hmm. granted, 
that um, you don't even have to think about. You might wonder yeah. what you're going to wear, but you know what you can wear. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, you have something to choose from. Yes, exactly. We had yeah. nothing to choose mm-hmm. from, you know. Um, I will also state that, you know, we went to, um, or I went back to school um, two days later because I was mm-hmm. in school at the time. Um, and Jason went back to work two days later. Um, and I called my guidance counselor. Um, I was in an accelerated program. So it wasn't, um, the expectation was that you had to have your assignment done mm-hmm. on week one um, and you couldn't miss any of the classes because it was an accelerated program. And I just didn't think that I was going to be able to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but the grace of God, two days later, I was back at school. Um, and it was fabulous because the class that I was taking, I went to Concordia for my second degree and it was a religious class. Mm-hmm. that I was taking. And that's exactly what I needed. Yeah. You know, when you lose everything and you're starting all over, I needed that class. Yeah. Um, but how impactful it was when I went to class, I did not have my assignment done. I didn't have a purse and I didn't even have a pen, but I was there. And just by being there. So, I mean, that talk about the simple things mm-hmm. we didn't have. Mm-hmm. I mean, a purse. I didn't mm-hmm. have a purse. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I didn't even have a pen, you know? So, I mean, you lose everything. Um, but it was so impactful when um, the professor had called off my, uh, was doing roll call, called off my name and had said, oh, she's not going to be here today. Mm-hmm. And when I raised my hand, he stopped. He could not believe that I was there. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't believe I yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. You know, did I learn anything? Probably not. But you were there. But I was there. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that was only God giving me strength, mm-hmm. you know. So when you lose everything, Anna, right down to the pencil, mm-hmm. you don't have strength. Mm-hmm. So it's someone bigger than better than all of us that gives us the strength to get through the struggle that we had for a whole year. Um, Not just with the rebuild, but learning how um, a large loss works with insurance. Um, So I I do, I look back and I thank God that we had the strength, that he gave us the strength Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to get through the process. So, and that was just kind of the beginning of another struggle because the stress of all of that led to more health issues. Right. So this so, is, yes. So it and, kind of opened a can of worms. It did. Yeah. So the stress of the house fire acerbated what we thought at the time were seizures. And I was seizuring up to 10 times a day. My husband travels excessively. So I spent a lot of time alone. So there was a lot of activity that was taking place that was really undesirable that if it would have taken place long-term or something really bad would have taken place, I would have been laying long-term without Mm -hmm. medical attention. Um, So once again, I am a miracle. Mm -hmm. God God just has not finished my responsibilities here yet. So, um, we did, we, um, so one day it was 10 30 in the morning. I am a very early morning riser and it was 10 30 in the morning and I could not get out of bed. I was coming in and out of consciousness. Um, couldn't even grab my phone that was just right next to my bed. Um, 
finally got to the phone and called one of my girlfriends that's a retired nurse. She stayed with me until Jason was available. Um, Jason got home immediately. And that's where we started our long journey of um, the medical system. So we finally, but this is, this is just such another God thing, Anna, you know, um, there's so many God stories okay. through, through this whole process. You know, um, I wish there was time to share all of them. Um, we can have you back again. <laughs> well, I'd love to share my, I love to share happy. Yeah. I, I really truly mm -hmm. do. I, I feel that that's my purpose to share happy. Um, and let people know that life goes on yes. after trauma. Mm -hmm. um, and, I'll, you know, and it just puts tools in your belt mm -hmm. to use for the next struggle. Because, you know, we're not guaranteed a struggle-free life, mm -hmm. but we're guaranteed the tools to get through life. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I, I feel that I've got a plethora of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and oh, climb. You have very strong <laughs> leg climbing muscles. That's, you know, definitely. So we were at um, the big medical center in uh, Milwaukee uh, late at night. And um, that's, I had an EKG on and an EEG. So they were looking for brain activity as well as cardiac activity. And it was really late in the evening. My husband had just excused himself and was pulling out of the parking garage. And I had a seizure with all of the equipment on and the physician came in. He was so, he was, he was great. He came in and he was all pumped up. Yeah. And he said, yes as I'm laying in this bed, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. exhausted. Yeah. And he said, it's not neurological at all. This is all cardiac related. So that was fabulous to, I mean, it was just mm -hmm. drastically different, yeah. different path that we were going down now. And hope. But yeah, yes. so, so now we know what's yeah. wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, so if anything desirable came out of the house fire, I got a solid diagnosis. Yeah. And my health is fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, now, mm -hmm. Um, so I, you know, always looking at the positive, yep. you know, so something really positive and, and mm -hmm. ex, just ecstatic came out of the house mm -hmm. fire, um, because of the stress I got, I got, now I have a pacemaker. Um, however, the pacemaker came at an expense. Mm -hmm. Um, so we got the pacemaker. Um, my husband came back from the parking garage when I called him and told him the fabulous news that we got a solid mm -hmm. diagnosis, mm -hmm. you know, after 26 years yeah. of thinking it's a seizure disorder, we've got a solid diagnosis and, yep. a, and a plan moving forward. Um, so my husband did come back and spend the rest of the night with me. Um, so we got a pacemaker, um, and one in a million pacemaker insertions go bad. Mm -hmm. So I can literally say, so I'm, special. I'm, one of the, I'm one in a million, um, my pacemaker insertion didn't go as planned. Um, how a pacemaker works is, you know, you've got wires that go mm -hmm. into your heart muscle that screw into your heart muscle um, with just a standard screw. Mm -hmm. The screw just went a little too deep mm -hmm. into the muscle and it actually popped and penetrated my heart. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, and it wasn't caught until we were discharged. So I was discharged probably three, four, five days later. Mm -hmm. um, and going home went really home. excited. Yeah, went home really yeah. excited um, and wasn't successful at home. And it was a Friday night. We had just had some guests just excuse themselves. And I just didn't feel well. So I put mm -hmm. a cold compress over my, over my uh, unit. Um, and then I just started floundering like a fish, mm -hmm. um, fell back on the sofa. 
and my my husband had called my sister back and said, you got to come, got to come back now. So he got me into the truck and away to Milwaukee we went. Um, and he held me the whole way. My sister drove. He held me the whole way. And what's amazing, Anna, my husband had a plan. Mm -hmm. He knew that because of where we lived, if we called 911, they would have to transfer me to a different unit, mm -hmm. which would delay care. me getting mm -hmm. medical care. So he took it upon himself. I mean, he had this all planned out, mm -hmm. you know, um, and he's not, he's not medical focused yeah. at all, you know, but he's just a husband with a, with a great purpose and a mm -hmm. sick wife. So we got in the truck. Um, he helped me the whole way there. Um, anybody that's in healthcare can just imagine what was taking place in the back of the truck um, while we were en route mm -hmm. um, with such an, a situation happening. And we got there um, and uh, it was all trauma. It was all trauma. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had me in the trauma center and they put a chest tube into my chest which isn't which, normal. Which is, that. yeah, it's not typically done unless yeah. an, an ultrasound is yeah. done in advance. Um, but there was just no time. And your um, husband, if I remember correctly, was able to communicate. Yes. Okay. So that's what's just another God thing. Okay. Yeah. So because my husband, um, and keep in mind, he's not medically inclined yeah. at all. So my husband works in nuclear facilities and the clothing that they wear in the nuclear facilities is scrubs. So he is in scrubs because mm -hmm. it's Friday night, they're comfy yep. clothes, and that's yep. what he's wearing at home. Yep. Well, now we're not at home anymore in scrubs. We're now at a hospital in, in scrubs. scrubs. He looks so, like a doctor. Yeah, he does. He looks like a healthcare provider. And he was extremely knowledgeable as to what took place the week before yep. of the insertion of the pacemaker because the, the um, electrical brain that's in a pacemaker is very similar to an electric system that he does for his career. Yeah. So he totally understood what yep. was taking place and took in obviously what the physician was providing, the mm -hmm. other education that the physician was providing. Um, so he took it all in. Mm -hmm. So when we're now at the hospital trauma center, he was able, calm and collected, mm -hmm. he was able to tell the trauma docs what had taken place and what was going on mm -hmm. so much that the trauma docs um the the one doctor had said you saved me 15 minutes of reading a medical chart because really there just wasn't even 15 yeah. minutes to read yeah. my medical chart mm -hmm. i mean it was all life-saving measures um and doctors being amazing and nurses mm -hmm. and the, the the ultrasound techs i mean all the professionals yep. that were involved um were amazing and um, sustained life um, through, and the, the simultaneously while they were sustaining life, they were doing things to my body um, that were harmful, but they had to. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that was really neat, um, oh, I, um, yeah, they just did so many amazing things mm -hmm. to sustain my life. So, and I could see, I was coming in and out of consciousness. Yeah. Um, and I could see that my husband was so distraught and needed mm -hmm. me, but yet I didn't know why. Um, mm -hmm. I was so, so out to lunch. Yep. I had no idea what was going on. You know, I, I didn't know that I was so mm -hmm. sick. 
mm -hmm. um, until, um, oh, I don't want to skip ahead, but um, there was somebody that um, provided some education that didn't let me know how really sick I really was. So in the trauma center, they got, they sustained, um, and I, I was, um, I mean, he said you were 15 minutes away. Yeah. Right. He said, so the doctor had stated 15 more minutes. Mm -hmm. So, so yes, you would save me 15 minutes of reading the medical chart. Um, they sustained my life, um, got me to another location and, um, another physician that had no idea of the pre previous conversation had stated to my husband 15 minutes later, and she would have been a goner. So that 15 minutes that Jason saved the one doc from reading the medical mm -hmm. chart. Just, it was, it mm -hmm. was 15 minutes um, until I- until And that died. and on top of everything else, your sister being able to drive you there, yes. and get you getting right in the car. So every minute mattered. Every minute mattered. It was divine. Yep, it was. Point. It was. So they find out that they punctured, right? Yes. Okay, so then there's- so once they sustained life, um, yes, I was at um, the medical center for, for a month mm -hmm. with a bleeding heart. Um, so they extracted the blood from, so how it works, Anna, so your heart is, is a muscle mm -hmm. and it's in a sack. So your heart pumps in the sack. Well, my sack filled with fluid because mm -hmm. my heart was leaking. Mm -hmm. um, the analogy that they used was um, this really, Oh, the, the, I can't say enough about the physicians mm -hmm. that cared for us. Mm -hmm. um, but the analogy that he utilized was a tire with a nail in it. Mm -hmm. um, so the tire is my heart yep. um, and the screw. Um, and if you pull the nail out, you know, so this is a slow yeah. leak. Yeah. So if you pull out the nail from the tire, now you've got a big leak. Mm -hmm. um, so they were really concerned about getting that. How, how do they safely get the screw out of yeah. my heart? Um, so what's just so amazing, the screw is still in my heart. God healed me without even having to have surgery. So the initial plan was that we're going to have to have surgery, mm -hmm. remove the, remove the, which, uh, what did screw. they tell you your chance of survival was? Cause they try to be very honest about, you know, and Anna, to be so honest, I, you know, I was so out to lunch. Yeah. I don't recall a lot okay. of those details and I'm pretty thankful that I don't recall yeah. a lot of those details. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think once again, that's kind of God yeah. protecting but obviously Jason um, was aware. Yeah, Jason was probably yeah. aware. Um, but, in, he, but he had to trust the doctors if they thought yes, what was more important. important. But that's scary for him. What's really awesome was that the one physician came in and said to, to Jason, we're not doing surgery today. And Jason was devastated. Yeah. And the doctor said, something bigger and better than me is taking place right now. And we're going to leave her on bed rest. Something bigger and better. A physician said yeah, that. Yeah. You know. Because so, you were all prepped. I mean, he was prepped, yes. you know, maybe saying the last goodbye and, and you know, just probably very emotional. Oh, absolutely. And it was. And, it and was. my guess is people were praying. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it was keep me updated. And then got a miracle. Happened. Yeah. Another miracle. Another miracle. But you're still so, sick. You're still weak. You still want to yeah, was. Okay, so this is another fabulous woman, though, that was introduced into yeah. our world. So, yes, I was very sick. Um, like I said, I was there for almost a month um, on bed rest. Um, so what they did was they extracted 
um, the blood from my sack every yep. six hours. It yep. was excruciating. The pain was excruciating. Yep. Everyone in cardiac ICU knew that I was there because yeah. I, I just couldn't, I, I couldn't hide the pain. Yep. It was that bad. Mm -hmm. um, but one, uh, Jason made a suggestion because um, Jason lost his mother at a young age. Mm -hmm. um, and she was really dependent on some um, medications for pain management. Mm -hmm. um, and they found a formula that really worked for her, for her journey. So Jason had suggested that for my journey and it really worked. Wow. So um, I was able to do the treatment yeah. um, pain-free because yeah. they, they gave me, they found a, a, a potion that worked. Yeah. Um, so, which was really another mm -hmm. fabulous thing, yeah. but this woman, um, so I, she, um, she was from um, the ultrasound um, technician. I didn't know how sick I was, Anna, because I, like mm -hmm. I said, I was so out to lunch. Mm -hmm. had no idea how sick I was. My husband was there every day, mm -hmm. stayed all day, all night. Um, my sister brought him clean clothing. He showered there. He didn't, he never left. Um, but for meals mm -hmm. and he was gone downstairs in the cafeteria. And, uh, this woman comes to my door and says, you look fabulous. And I looked the other direction thinking that she might be talking to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Even though I know I'm the only one in my room. Yep. Because there was nothing fab. I, yeah. There was nothing I felt was fabulous. I was in a hospital gown, um, body parts all hanging out. I, yep. I wasn't clean. Mm -hmm. I had greasy hair. I was vented. I mean, mm -hmm. had all these tubes and wires. Nothing felt fabulous. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said to me, I'm relieved to see that you're on my assignment sheet today, Tamira. So she was at the trauma situation mm -hmm. and she just didn't think I was going to make it. And at that time she had shared with me that she thought I was 80 years old upon admission. Um, I looked that poor. Mm -hmm. So she was so ecstatic that I was, I was, I was fabulous still there. So yes, meaning. so fabulous had a whole new meaning to me. Yeah. Um, and anyone that knows me, I use that term all the time because mm -hmm. life is fabulous. Yep. I, I have had an opportunity to have multiple bad days since mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. really nasty day. And I feel fortunate to have opportunities at bad days because yep. I almost didn't have an opportunity to have another yep. bad day, you know? Um, so it's, it's um, it, it was... Yeah, a whole new meaning. Yeah. Fabulous has a whole new meaning. Um, a couple other God stories that took place along the way. Um, people reached out to us, strangers, at times where I really needed it, but they didn't know. Yep. So people just being good humans, reaching out just really impacted my life. And Anna, this one man, I, I still, I call him my blue collar angel. I have no idea who he is. Um, I went to, because we were homeless. So I, so now I guess I'm going back to mm -hmm. the house mm -hmm. fire. Mm -hmm. um, we're homeless. I am now learning what it's like to do the laundry at a laundromat. Mm -hmm. 
Um, when I used to do laundry at the laundromat, it was when I was in college in Madison and yeah. we called it suds and duds. Yeah. So you did your laundry and had some drinks and made that task fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was really fun then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, fast forward when your life is a little bit more established, um, going to the laundromat is not fun. Mm-hmm. And I went to the laundromat with a new laundry basket because everything we'd lost everything in the house fire and you could tell it was new because it had a sticker on it and all the clothes within all had price tags on them and they were the essentials so they were undergarments and I walked in and the environment was dirty there was language there that I don't typically surround myself with there were screaming children and I just stood there and took it all in and keep in mind I've got all this going on about the house fire yet Mm -hmm. and the reason I'm there is because I'm homeless Mm -hmm. and this man my blue collar angel so always be a good human everybody Mm -hmm. that's the moral to the story always be a good human because you never know when someone needs you So this man came up to me. He could tell I did not fit in. And he says to me, the washers are over there. The dryers are over here. You can get some change over there. By the amount of clothing that you have in your basket, you probably need about $5. This takes quarters. You know, so he he provided education. Mm -hmm. He orientated me to the facility that I was in. Because if it wasn't for that blue collar angel, Anna, I would have left. Mm-hmm. Not have washed any of the clothing. It was devastating. Mm-hmm. But because he was such a good little human, and he could tell I was mm-hmm. just not in the right place, I executed that task. Mm-hmm. So once again, audience, just be good humans. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like, it's those little tasks. It's those oh. little things, you know, that feel like a mountain, you know, and somebody be like, oh, you know, but I think whenever, whether it's my story or other people's stories, it's those little tasks, you know, it's getting out of bed. It's mm-hmm. the shower, you know, it's the dishes, um, it's the laundry, yeah. you know, and it, it's the haircut, you know, I mean, it's it's the little stuff it is that can either make or break it can be good opportunities to help overcome but still um an angel in those moments yeah okay so i gotta tell you about another angel um that helped me through um just a routine task Mm -hmm. i guess um so why our home was being investigated and determining whether it was going to be a total um, remodel or, mm-hmm. or um, a teardown, um, we chose to have a trailer, a mobile mm-hmm. trailer delivered to our property so we could stay on the trailer, stay on the property and have mm-hmm. some normalcy. Um, well, going from our customized log home yeah. that was sizable to this tiny little trailer. Yeah. And keep in mind, I've got You've two got huge dogs, dogs yeah. you know, a St. Bernard <laughs> and a Labrador. So, um, but that's what we chose, you know, yeah. was, was this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, the year that we had the house fire, spring did not come. 
So it was really cold and still winter um, in April. So here we're in this trailer that was paper thin. Yeah. I'm going through LP like crazy. Yeah. Um, it's dark. It's yeah. cold. Yeah. So I am climbing up a trailer to mm -hmm. take off the LP gas to put them in the buggy to transport them over to the car mm -hmm. to drive all the way to town to get more LP and do all of that mm -hmm. back in reverse to attach mm -hmm. them. Um, so it, it, just, a, just a task. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind it's dark and it's cold. I'm alone. Mm -hmm. And I could have busted so many times just doing that task. But my girlfriends made it fun. And one day I came out to do my routine task and my girlfriend put pink flamingos all around mm -hmm. our camper mm -hmm. as if we were camping, yep, you know, yep. like you do mm -hmm. when you're camping, yeah. you know. So because she was a good human, mm -hmm. um, it made it more palatable. Mm -hmm. It really did. Um, and you guys, we came home every day from work or school. There was a new care package mm -hmm. from strangers. You know, I have, I still have this big, huge bag um, that was just full of dog treats, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so somebody that obviously knows that our dogs are very important to us, just filled it with a bunch of dog yeah. treats, you know. So it's those people that got us through it and they're, yeah. they're strangers. Yeah. They just had a thought and they executed it. Yeah, yeah. There's so many opportunities for that, you know, in 2020, you know, oh. 2021. Um, so I, those are great. Um, it's great to hear that on the receiving end. To you, it might just be a thing of dog treats, but to people, it, you know, it's the world. Well, and Anna, to me, it was the world. Yeah. Um, and I just, I got to tell you, the clothing that I received from one of my younger nieces, I still have today. Because mm -hmm. when you have nothing, mm -hmm. A pair of outdated jeans means so much to you. Mm -hmm. So I still have them. Um, even after mm -hmm. 20, 2020 <laughs> um, COVID, I, I still, I can still fit yeah, into them. That, but hey, that's a big one. <laughs> you know, um, so, but I mean, that's just an example of how I try to look at the positive. Yep. Always try to look at the positive. Um, and I feel that um it comes natural to me because I got, I, uh, you've had a lot of practice. Um, God is good. Yeah. God is good. So we'd love to say that, okay, they figured out the pacemaker is great. You're, you know, healed without having to take a risky surgery. Um, but that wasn't the end of the health stuff. You, um, you no longer needed the Caesar, Caesar medicine, praise God. Yes. But um, that's some heavy duty Caesar medicine seizure medicine so um yeah so Anna what what that brought us um once again my healthcare team was so educated um that we did not start reducing the anticonvulsants until everything. I was yeah, yeah everything mm -hmm. was clear with with the pacemaker and so when it was time to start reducing my medications very slowly I started to go through drug withdrawal mm -hmm. so prescription drug withdrawal um, is devastating. Mm -hmm. So I now have a whole new compassion for addicts, 
that don't have my support system, mm -hmm. that don't have my resources. I have a whole new compassion for them. So I went through drug withdrawal. Um, the physician, it was really bad on a Saturday night. And the physician that was on call knew of my situation, knew of the house fire, knew of the cardiac situation, knew that I had just spent a month at, at the hospital. And he felt so bad for me. But he said, Tamira, you got to come back. You know, we, we, what, what's going on here? You know, you need inpatient rehab. And I thought, oh, I can't go back. I can't, I can't go back. The power of God. My husband and I got through the drug withdrawal ourselves. But the, it, it was, it was horrible. The drug with the prescription drug withdrawal was horrible. Um, horrible. That's all I can say. Mm -hmm. It was just horrible. So as a therapist, I would go down to um, the ICU department and I would say, hey, let's just mm -hmm. try and sit at the edge of the bed today. I would say that mm -hmm. to my patient, Anna, mm -hmm. and they would say in return, oh, I just can't. Mm -hmm. I can't. Mm -hmm. And I, I just thought to myself, how can you not yeah. sit at the edge yeah. of the bed? So you talk about those yeah. simple tasks. Yeah. Anna, I now get it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that simple task myself when I was in the hospital. I could not sit at the edge of the bed. Mm -hmm. So I have a whole new compassion for people that are going through drug withdrawal. Mm -hmm. I have a whole new compassion for people that have got such severe weakness mm -hmm. um, that it just only makes me a better therapist. Mm -hmm. um, it, it makes me a better human. Mm -hmm. It really does. Um, so that's how I choose to look at my, my, my journey as undesirable as it's been. Um, and you guys, this is only a few things that have mm -hmm. happened in my journey. Mm -hmm. um, there has been a lot of other ugly that, that um, most people don't experience in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But the, it's just the power of God, yeah. you know. You know, you, you, you can choose what you're going to make of every day. Mm -hmm. um, and I choose to use my journey as undesirable as it is. I choose to use that today for your audience, for hope. And um, before we got started, Tamara, you know, you were so excited. You're like, I'm still on this high, you know, and uh, because this might not seem like a big deal, you know, to most people. But I think um, if you're listening, if this is resonating in any way, it's probably because you've gone through undesirable things yourself and you'll totally get this but um share what you were able to do that most people are like dread doing but you found it the biggest honor yes it's because of your story i i did um and i am i'm still kind of on a high so last night i was able to donate blood for the first time i've never been eligible because, um, of, the because of the medications yep. And now that I'm no longer taking the medications, I was eligible to donate blood last night. And it was just so empowering yeah. um, to be able to, I mean, cause I'm a caregiver, right? Yep. You know, so that you want to serve. Yeah, you mm -hmm. want to serve, you want to yeah. help people. Um, and here I was told for so many years that I couldn't, mm -hmm. you know, 26 years that I couldn't mm -hmm. um, because of the medication, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and you, you just accept it and move yep. on. Yeah. Um, 
so now that I'm eligible to donate blood, I was, I was the happiest person yeah. um, at the, it was at, um, at St. Olaf's church in Rubicon is where I donated last night. Um, I was just, I was, I was so yeah. ecstatic and I um, obviously interacted with two professionals yep. um, and had an opportunity to share with them why I was so excited yeah. to be there. Um, so I touched I hopefully mm -hmm. touched their lives yep. with, with my story, um, you know, as well. So, yeah, so oh I was, so gosh, you talk yeah. about the, the simple things in life. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, so much more meaning so yeah. much more. So yes, being able to donate was huge, um, to be able to help somebody, but also Anna, to be able to do something that I've been told all my life, I can't do. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's a sense empowering. of empowering yep. freedom. Yep. I, I can do this now, yep. you mm -hmm. know? So it was really exciting. Yeah. It was exciting. Um, and then to touch people's lives yep. simultaneously, yes. you know? Um, and I couldn't, um, the, the gentleman, um, my conversation wasn't intended for him, yeah. but he was right next to yep. me. So I know he could hear yep. what I was saying because mm -hmm. I don't have a quiet voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I know he could hear what I was saying. Yep. So hopefully... Hopefully something touched him too, yeah. you know, and you just spread that happiness. Well, and I think that's the power of overcoming tragedy is the joy that can come is exponential. You know, just, just the lives that you touch. I just think it's not even multiplied. It's exponential of who that hits. I mean, between this and that gentleman, you know, and just, and those women and, you know, being empowered in their job. And then you just don't even know, I mean, who's receiving the blood and yeah, everything yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 And that's just one story. That's just one example. Um, so just but, be a good human and do the right mm -hmm. thing. Listen um, to those nudges. I think when, yes. you're, when you're prompted, Oh, maybe I should do this. It's, that's probably a really good idea. Yeah. If it's nice for somebody else. Yeah. Um, okay. So I feel like you gave us tons of nuggets of, you know, I mean that rising you, you've risen after, you know, grief of just being heard. You'll never be able to do things that you've always wanted to do. You've risen from, you know, wrong disorder, then medical, I don't want to say malpractice, but like, you know, medical practice that went wrong to, you know, having to heal from another surgery to drug withdrawal to losing a home. And that was just, those are the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so lots of grief, you know, lots of, lots of uphill climbs. Um, and I feel like even once you hit a mountaintop, you know, there's the next mountain you see. So what is um, being a kind human, you know, spreading joy, but is there anything else that you want people to know? Um, any tool that sticks out, um, I feel like I learned from you just choosing that joy, you know, choosing to hope for, you know, the positive outcome in it. Um, I'm guessing that wasn't always easy. So in those moments where you're in the house fire, you know, you don't see the benefits of the house fire yet. You're in that. Mm. Um, what would you say is that tool to somebody that's in it and not in the out, out, other side of it yet? Anna, that it was just a plethora of tools, I guess, that got us through. It probably wasn't just one. Mm -hmm. um, it was definitely the support of others helping mm -hmm. us. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, Anna, I wish I had a really good solid answer. Um, just having, um, we weren't ever alone, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. we had God. Um, God through other people. God, God through, you yeah. know what, Anna, you know, that's fabulous because mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. God through other people because mm -hmm. we didn't have, you know, we had so much going on up mm -hmm. here that it, the, our focus needed. was different. Yep. Um, so God through other people. Yep. It was, it was just, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, that's, you know, something, if you know of somebody who's going through something hard, um, you know, I think never underestimate the meal, a little care package, oh, yes. a note, but even a smile, you know, and I've even, you know, just smiling at people in the store, you know, looking them in the eye, um, just those things, I think, you know, just not underestimating the power of that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, just a kind gesture. Yep. Somebody opening the door. Noticing somebody, you know, telling them where, where the laundry yeah. is. Yeah. My blue collar angel was, yeah. was fabulous. Another, you know, another person that was so fabulous is um, Jason and I were going to a wedding. It was our first fun event mm -hmm. after the accident, after the fire. Um. And we weren't extremely excited to go. Mm -hmm. We were pulling out of the driveway. We had just learned that a house was going to be a demo. And now we're homeless. Mm -hmm. We can't live in the trailer for a year while our specialty mm -hmm. home is being crafted. We know that we've got to find a place to live. Where are we going to go with two large dogs? Um, and it was just fabulous. We pulled out of the, our long driveway. And the house in front of that's across the road the gentleman had passed away a, a couple of years before and his daughter hadn't had an opportunity. There was a travel barrier, hadn't had an opportunity to take care of his things yet. Um, so Jason and I looked at his other and we're like, oh my gosh, maybe we can rent Kenny's house. Yeah. And it was, it just was another God thing. So we yeah. went to our event mm -hmm. and we had just a little, little hope in us, yeah. you know, like hey, an idea, yeah, yeah. an idea, mm -hmm. you know, a, a step in the right yeah. direction, yeah. right, so we enjoyed our evening mm -hmm. out with other individuals, um, and then the next morning, it was a Sunday morning, I went over to, so the daughter that lives in California happened to be home that weekend at her dad's, and I went over to her home to approach her to rent, and I said to her, you probably know why we're here. And she said, for the same reason that I came to your trailer last night, Tamara. So she wanted to help us mm -hmm. too. So it was fabulous, so, which is another bad thing because, yep. you know, we talk about the little things and the routine. It was really crazy mm -hmm. that we were coming home from school or work, coming home for the day, mm -hmm. But home was in a different location. It was, wasn't the typical route that we took to get home. So really, it really affected our psyche because we were done for the day, but we weren't going home. Mm -hmm. So now we're living in this home yeah. that is right across the street from our home. Mm -hmm. So when we are completed with our day, we were going home oh, the yeah. same route, yeah. you know, so it's just those little the things. Little and in the, the, the woman, um, the, the, the landlord at the time, the owner, 
our situation was very public, Anna. Mm -hmm. And we're very private people. We live in the country for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it was really public. Um, so that was really hard. Mm -hmm. And our landlord, Carrie, she gave us all the privacy we needed. She left us alone. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. So we moved into this home that was fully furnished right down to the toilet paper mm -hmm. when we had nothing. It was fully furnished. It was huge. It was just wonderful. Yeah. It was just such yeah. a God thing. Yeah. It was such a God thing. You're not filling up LP tanks. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And oh, in the dark and the cold, yeah. um, you know, on an incline, yeah. you yeah. know, and transferring. Because, you know, the LP tanks, they come off easy because yeah. they're empty. Yeah, but, but when you put them back on, they're 80 yeah. pounds mm -hmm. a piece <laughs> in the ice, in the yeah. cold, yeah. In the dark, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's. Yeah, and it's it just those reminders that, you know, of the grief yes. and, you know, it, and it's, it, it's those hard things, you know, you can't get it on and you're just, oh. and you're mad, you know, and yeah. it's, it's so easy to say, why God, you know, why us, why me? Um, but yet yeah, then to just see, you know, God provide yeah. in other ways and that, God did. that, that house yes. wouldn't have been that sweet had you not gone through the LP tanks, yes. those yep. thin walls. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Emma. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope you guys, I mean, this is probably the third or fourth time I've heard this now because we recorded this before and we had to re-record and I'm like still crying. <laughs> so this oh, is- and, Well, and I get emotional yes. as well because it's, oh, because it is. It's, yes. But so real on many levels, you know, the relationship, the fear of, you know, I, even when I was crying, it was just like, like in that moment, like, thinking of your sister driving and just hearing yeah. your sister in the back seat and like, I got to drive. I just got to drive. You know, yeah. it's so real. Um, and, and this is my sister, Anna, that is a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. She's not, you know, she's not somebody that would typically drive 95 miles yeah. an hour down yeah. the highway. You know, she's but a rule follower, upon, yeah. you know, but when called upon, she just did it. My sister is my, my, yeah. she was fabulous because yeah. we were on vacation. Mm -hmm. We weren't even at home when the house ignited yeah. um so my sister and her husband um acted on our behalf yeah so she's the one that stood outside in the cold mm -hmm. and watched our home burn helplessly mm -hmm. you know so it's affected her as well yeah um yeah. and then i shared my story at a woman's group um at church and um little did i know um somebody that was attending was a friend of our neighbors and she was very vocal and yeah. she had said oh my gosh, your neighbor's lives will never be the same either. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, so when you feel like you're in it alone, yep. you're not. Yeah. There's other people that are watching mm -hmm. and seeing and going through it as well, just in a different way. Yep. Um, so it's always my goal to be a role model. Mm -hmm. um, I hope I was that for a lot of contractors that we yep. interacted with for that year while we were under construction. Yeah. You know, I'm sure so. you were. And, you know, the beauty of God's grace is when we're not our best in those fine moments of life, you know, on the humility of praying, you know, that God's grace extends to them and they're able to love you through grace because sometimes that's needed. So. Absolutely. There was plenty of that, Anna. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us with this episode of Rise and Climb through many, many rising and many, many climbing opportunities. So thank you so thank much. Thank you for your time. Tamara. Yeah, oh, thanks yes. for listening. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody.